<clears throat> All right, well, so there's the homework assignment and then the actual preface, but I was reading the preface again in between groups and I was like, ah, we probably should have dove in more to it. Um, so let's start off there. Um, in, did you ever figure out, Tracy, like what preface were you, like from the book, why doesn't it have the whole um, thing? No, so I, I actually have another copy. I need to go compare uh -huh. them. This, this book I have is actually supposed to be the original of the original. Uh-huh. So they must just, have revamped it at some time. Uh-huh. Because like know. looking at the, the homework assignment here, I was like trying to compare them with there. Um, anyway, the preface, it seems to be the whole thing, but I don't know. Anyway, it was tripping right. me out. And I'm because I have that attack. When I, looked up, I was like, whoa, mine's done and yours is still going. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was really weird. It was. And now I'm wondering. What else is missing from that? Yeah, <laughs> because that's the same book that I've got is that red uh, hardbound copy or whatever up on my bookshelf. I'm going to have to like, yeah, go I've got it. another one I ordered. For some reason, I have two of them now. Couldn't get one for a long time. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's online. You can go find it online. And no, I need the physical touch it, turn it, mark it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Anyway, so with the preface here, we, or sorry, did I interrupt something? All well, something. I was just going to say, it says, you know, dear brethren, in that first paragraph, the first paragraph is the same, but this, the first part of the book, the second part of the book, mm -hmm. that's not in the original. To me, that looks like it is um, added on by whoever has done that edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Going on. It is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to like take a look and uh, at all the different versions of the the ones and try to find some facsimiles of it. I will report or, back to you on that other one of mine and tell you if it's the same. Mm -hmm. Or that may be have been in the original because if this was the preface to the original Doctrine and Covenants, is that what it was? uh-huh yeah because the first part notice the gray line uh-huh mm, yeah. does yeah. the gray line mean that something's missing possibly yeah because like here it's where the page ends and then the new one mm -hmm. begins but, but yeah, i think that paragraph is that paragraph is is on the other the gray bar is where those two paragraphs are so i guess if it was the original preface to the original doctrine and covenants that makes sense that those paragraphs would be there because the first paragraph mm -hmm. go back to the other one no the, the first part of the book was actually the lectures on faith that was the doctrine yeah right and then mm -hmm. the second part was the covenants so it's not just the preface to the lectures on faith. It's the preface to the Doctrine and Covenants. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so let's read this version since it has um, both of them in here. So it says that, um, dear brethren, we deem it to be unnecessary to entertain you with a lengthy preface to the following volume. 
but merely to say that it contains, in short, the leading items of the religion which we have professed to believe. Isn't that an interesting way to start it? <laughs> so mm -hmm. we deem it unnecessary to entertain you. So <laughs> it's kind of like, pay attention, because these next few little things are important, right? Like, we're not going to entertain you with a lengthy preface, but what we have done is um, pretty short and concise. And then, you know, like the part that's taken out in some versions. The first part of the book will be found to contain a series of lectures as delivered before a theological class in this place. And in Tracy's version, it said um, in Kirtland, Ohio, didn't it? That wasn't yeah, one it didn't. Of the names that I'd seen. And in consequence of their embracing the important doctrine of salvation, we have arranged them into the following work. The second part contains items or principles for the regulation of the church as taken from the revelations, which have been given since its organization, as well as from former ones. Um, Going back to your entertain comment, uh -huh. they didn't use the word entertain the way we use the word entertain. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, we look at it as entertain as an entertainment, amusements, things like that. To entertain was to treat with conversation, to amuse or instruct by discourse. So they're saying, we're not okay. going to instruct you with a lengthy discourse mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. that. And that's from the Webster's 1828 dictionary. Yeah. I have that on my phone. Me too. I use it all the time too. Isn't oh, yeah. it like so necessary? It is so <laughs> necessary. Words change. The yeah. meanings and the oh, usage of words think. change. And if you want to know what they really meant back when he was translating the Book of Mormon or when he was um you know working on the Joseph Smith translation of the Bible or even getting the, the revelations of the Doctrine and Covenants, you need to know how they used words then because that's how it would have come to him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um let's see. And then I find this uh interesting here in this next one that there may be an aversion in the minds of some against receiving anything purporting to be articles of religious faith, in consequence of there being so many now extant. But if men believe a system and profess that it was given by inspiration, certainly, the more intelligibly they can present it, the better. It does not make a principle untrue to print it, neither does it make it true not to print it. And I find that one pretty interesting as well, because like, just taking this last sentence, it does not make a principle untrue to print it. Hmm. What does that mean about this new doctrine and covenants as they are going about um, the, the distribution of it? And then the second part really gets me. Neither does it make it true not to print it. And I, I don't know, my head's just like swimming of all of the implications, like trying to put myself in context at that time period with the different things that are happening uh, within and without the church. And um, I, I don't know, I just find it a very interesting statement to make. It does not make a principle untrue to print it. Neither does it make it true not to print it. And can we say the same about anything today? You know, like, how would we put that in our own words or context in um, 
the the digital age, <laughs> I guess you could say. Just because it's been fact checked doesn't mean that it's true. <laughs> right. Yeah, In fact, yeah. it probably is not true if it Run has the fact checked approval. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it says a lot about the society, right? Yeah. And and maybe some of the the religious fervor that was going on at the time. Mm -hmm. um, if people were afraid to put something in writing, mm -hmm. because you know, if I print it, then if it's not true, then I'm going to look bad or whatever. And so they. Um, you know that that morphs into if you print it it's not true yeah yeah if you print it doesn't mean it is true yeah and if you print it it doesn't mean it is true either but you know it's not true just because you didn't print it yeah there's just all those but just to to think about the society it must have been in mm -hmm. and then look at other things that they did or did not print yeah <clears throat> Um, this sentence kind of makes me think of Brigham Young's quote later on after they come West, right? Where, um, it's, if you believe that, that something is given by inspiration, certainly the more intelligibly, <laughs> I pronounce that word, <laughs> intelligibly they can present it, the better. And so like Brigham Young, uh, commissioned people that if you think that you can translate the the bible better you are under obligation to do so like if if you okay. have the yeah. inspiration and the um the the nomophile to do it because like i don't know how many people have kind of come back on me for like studying different versions of the bible you know niv or even like thomas wayman's new version of the the new testament it's like no but if you have inspiration and uh, you have knowledge of of things, uh, here they're talking about these the articles of of faith being faith being an important principle in order to part the veil. If you can profess it and uh, believe that it's come from inspiration, then the more intelligently that <laughs> how come I can't pronounce that word tonight? Blah, blah, blah intelligibly they can present it the better i think that that's just a, a really profound statement right there <clears throat> so the church viewing this subject to be of importance which i mean clearly doctrine and covenants wise appointed through their servants and delegates the high council your servants to select and compile this work Several reasons might be adduced in favor of this move of the council, but we add, only add a few words. They knew that the church was evil spoken of in many places, its faith and belief misrepresented and the way of truth thus subverted. By some, it was represented as disbelieving the Bible, but by others as being an enemy to all good order and uprightness, and by others as being injurious to the peace of all governments, civil and political. I mean, if that couldn't be copied and pasted to this day and age, I don't know what else can. <laughs> I, I find that very applicable, very timely. Mm -hmm. We have therefore endeavored to present, though in few words, our belief, and when we say this, humbly trust the faith and principles of this society as a body. We do not present this little volume with any other expectation 
than that we are to be called to answer to every principle advanced. Which, I mean, that's a powerful statement right there. In that day, when the secrets of all hearts will be revealed and the reward of every man's labor be given him. So, like, taking that, like, what is this day that it talks about? In the day when the secrets of all hearts will be revealed and the reward of every man's labor be given him. Are we talking the end times? Are we talking final judgment? Um, it's just interesting to present this little volume in that big context. I think that that's, that's pretty telling of the magnitude of what they're writing. I think they're talking about when they have to stand before the judgment bar of God and account for what they have or have not done, right? You know, and, and that's truly when the reward of every man's labor is going to be given. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So taking a look at lectures on faith and the important principles, you know, we've seen last week with the outcomes. Um, I mean, uh, Joseph Smith has the pattern and he's trying to teach the pattern uh, to uh, the saints at the time, but also now they are going to be starting to publish this um, for, for distribution in a, in a wider circle. But we don't present this with any other expectation than to basically, if you were to reword this, become clean from the blood and sins of this generation, like <laughs> we're just doing it so that we can answer to, to God uh, knowing that we did it. With sentiments of esteem and sincere respect, we subscribe ourselves, your brethren, in the bonds of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, which um, that phrase also comes from section 88, the salutation of the uh, school of the prophets as well. Anyway, I, I find that preface just like kind of mind-blowing. <laughs> we deem it unnecessary for a lengthy preface but pay attention because we're going to blow your socks off. This stuff is, as it, you know, quoting from the, the catechisms at the, the end of uh, four, five, and six, some of this stuff is just so plain and so evident that it should be committed to memory. And um, it's, it's pretty compact, actually. You know, we have uh, the Bible, which is massive. And then we have <laughs> Book of Mormon. It's just kind of, little tiny when you actually take a look at it without all of the uh, extra things that we've added over time and then uh, taking a look at Doctrine and Covenants I mean it's just a little sliver of tininess <laughs> I don't know how to say that in a good word but um, it, it's just it's very small and impactful and uh, I, I love the the preface here that they've given because it kind of applies to um, both the, the doctrine and the covenants. So with that, why take it out? Why was it decanonized and, and everything? Um, <laughs> this is where we kind of derailed last time I went on a tangent there, but um, why would the Lord allow that to be to happen? And was it for um a purpose to to be restored at some point uh, why the heck are we studying it being prompted to to go that route um anyway just kind of thoughts on on the whole decanonization of of the text do you want the official reason <laughs> i mean the, the official oh. reason is because the church never voted on it um but really 
we don't vote on stuff anymore anyway, right? Uh, I think it has a lot to do with the um, the struggle for secession after Joseph was killed because um, so they like to attribute a lot of the writing of this to Sidney Rigdon, right? And mm. Sidney was was saying, hey, I should be the next in line. And Brigham was saying, hi, hey, I should be the next in line. And um, if they thought that Sidney wrote it, then that gave, that seemed to give him more credibility and they didn't want to have that. So let's take it out so that we don't have anything with, you know, that he wrote, even though, you know, this is signed by Joseph, you know, the preface was signed by Joseph. He approved all this. He taught all of this. Right. Um, so I, I think that that's more along the lines. Now, why did the Lord allow it? Because as we've seen, the Lord allows his prophets to make choices, right? You can look through the Old Testament and you see prophets who make good choices and not so good choices. And he allows it. He works with it. He moves forward. He knows that that's what they're going to do anyway. And if you look at the look at the rank and file members in the church today, I think many of them, they're, they're not at the point where they could understand this. Mm -hmm. Even though, you know, we look at it, this lectures on faith, it's the, the basic things, but you know, there've been things that have been taught from it a little bit here, a little bit there. Right. Um, and, and I, I think that they were afraid it might confuse some people, mm -hmm. you know, especially in the, in the lecture where it talks about, you know, that God is a, a being of spirit, right. Where we're saying, well, he's got flesh and bones. Well, all spirit is matter and, you know, perfected flesh and bones could very well be spiritual, right? Mm -hmm. But without having to explain that, there are people who might be confused by it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that in, uh, I think it's six, where they talk about, in lecture number six, they talk about extreme sacrifices and uh i think they took it out because they thought it was going to scare people off because of all of the persecution that they've been through and then this scripture's talking about making the extreme sacrifice they're afraid they're going to have people jumping ship because they don't want to they don't know what kind of sacrifices they're going to be called upon to make so i think that had some bearing upon why it was taken out. Mm -hmm. um, Cameron, what year was it taken out? 1921. Um, was that around the same time that they started to disavow um, Brigham Young's teaching on blood atonement? Yeah, <laughs> it's right around that. So I don't know same the thing. official year on there, but yeah. Yeah, so you know, you have the the law of sacrifice and Brigham's teaching on blood atonement, and maybe this is too close in their minds to that, and they just wanted to distance. We're we're going to distance ourselves from all of this because we're moving forward, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So, um, 
I think I think you have a number of those those kinds of things as far as why we don't still have them. But the mm. brethren, the brethren love them. Yeah. Bruce R. <laughs> McConkey, especially. Right. Yeah. Uh, wasn't he the one that <clears throat> I don't have this quote in front of me, but like, and he's like, these are so true that it's unreal kind of thing. Like, and, and just kind of taking a look at the pattern, right? You have the school of the prophets that are learning by them and being able to fulfill the pattern, part the veil, do um, these grand spiritual gifts and uh, receive many great things. And then, you know, like you said, we have today where, I don't know, <laughs> we're just kind of floating along, <laughs> hoping things work out. You, um, you want me to do what? No, no, no. That's for after I die. You know, I just got to put in my time, right? <laughs> yeah. I just got to go to the, I got to be sealed in the temple. Then it doesn't matter what I do. I just put in my time and then I'll, I'll get to the celestial kingdom and then I'll worry about it. In the meantime, mm-hmm. I want to buy my toys. Yeah. I hear a lot. Of, I hear that a lot. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm new to fairly new to learning all this stuff and and I mean I went deep real fast so I feel like I'm I'm of the thought that I go well these guys probably know all these things that you know I'm just learning them da 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 and today because I you know the young women's story I told you about so I am trying it I taught today and I'm talking about temples and it's like so why do we have temples leaders are going to sacrifice and and to get baptized for our ancestors and to do and i'm like and and nobody they're like that's all i'm like okay well um (laughs) i mean i'm shocked by it these are lifelongers forever that that are never lighted off the path or nothing so to me it's like Oh my gosh, what the crap? Mm-hmm. They don't know because they weren't taught. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't either. Their parents weren't taught. I wasn't either. But I've it, taken it's a so deep much dive in the culture. My... You don't you don't ask questions. You just you <laughs> just do take whatever is taught, right? I guess you that's just get whatever's taught. I I question everything, and that's so I maybe that's why. I don't know. You know, you're only allowed to talk about the 72 approved topics. Well, then I might be getting excommunicated communic- next week. <laughs> I diverted well, big time. <laughs> no, the, in, the, in the correlation department in Salt Lake, there's like the 72 approved topics for instruction up on the wall. Well, nobody told me about them, so. <laughs> and, and well, but those are that's why it seems like we keep having lessons on the same things over and over and over again it is and i i'm like how can these i would have given anything to new known about symbol i mean just tell me about symbol and that's what i said to him i challenge you every one of you to start studying the symbols study it it's deeper than what is in there find out what they mean i challenge you it will you will be doing yourself such a favor and I probably am going to be in trouble for that too. So, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's interesting. So I think that um, it was talked about in group A where we um, were discussing like, why, why do you think that the Lord uh, uh, 
had or was okay with those being pulled out kind of thing and exactly for that purpose those that actually seek it it's kind of a, a pearl that um uh, it's not just to be trodden under you know just to be lugged around but yet actually um those that want deep faith can can go and and study its words and um the context I of it i love it when i find a connection that connects and i mean it's like but then I can't talk about it with nobody because nobody else knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're here for you, Kathy. I know it. <laughs> like, you don't know how bad I wanted to call you guys this week. <laughs> I love it. I've had a couple people tell me that this week too. It's like, man, I how do we have like regular conversations anymore? Like I, I, I every time I learn something, I, I just want to go to the book club and, and, and ask people about it. Exactly. I was like, you'd have no idea you guys i this whole week i've been going i couldn't wait for today could not wait and then six o'clock come and i had company come and i'm like can you guys leave I... <laughs> i'm really have a drink have a donut yeah hurry take it with you <laughs> i need to see you go here's your hat with your hurry exactly I, exactly i'm really lucky because i have scott here right you know we we bounce right. ideas off of each other and and chat about things all the time but i feel i feel yeah it's hard you say something just even you know kind of test in the waters like you know dip your toe in just to say a little bit to see what they're gonna say and then you're like yeah that ain't going nowhere <laughs> okay so i have to tell you this stupid story um I, when did i give my talk it's probably been a couple of months back or whatever but anyway they uh, somebody fell through and so they asked me like last minute just I don't know probably like eight hours notice anyway so <laughs> I get up and I um one of my my good my, friends my good friends in the ward um he's like oh so we're gonna be learning about Adam God theory today huh and I'm like oh that's gonna be a funny joke so I get up and that's how I start my talk I was like well, Brett said that I should <laughs> discourse on the Adam God theory, but I don't think I can cover that in this amount of time. Crickets. I mean, absolute crickets. It was it was very odd and it threw me off the rest. <laughs> oh, you thought it was going to be a funny joke. Joke's on you. Nope. Yeah, yeah. It was so awkward. Like you said, kind of testing the waters. It's not that I was going to talk about Adam God theory. <laughs> it was a joke. And you get the deer in the headlight looks at you like, what yeah. are you? <laughs> it's so bad i wish i could go back and change that one <laughs> i've got a friend at church and i kind of sit a couple rows back kind of together there and i was walking earlier in the summer with her and she's like what are you studying and i lectures on faith and then that next week they were sitting in the back of the gym like we usually are up at the front and i came late so i was sitting in the back of the gym so i went and sat by them and then I just noticed they are kind of, she's, she's not messaging me. She, it's weird. So I was like, okay, is it because of lectures on faith? I don't know. Made me wonder though. Yeah. Because <laughs> her husband used to be a bishop and, you know, he's probably, ah, oh, stay away from Sister Durfee. She's, mm. who knows? When they who knows? are wise, when they are learned, they think they are wise. Oh my gosh! Uh, we have and I think I'm learning the tip of the iceberg, the very tip, and that's yeah. where I'm at. It's like I don't, still don't think I know 
the tip of it. And and I see things and they're like, huh? What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think lectures on faith is is kind of one of those (laughs) can go either way uh, with people, Uh, especially, you know, like from our our homework uh, for today when we were um, taking a look at uh let's see like the authorship studies right where um uh how much did Sidney Rigdon write versus how much did Joseph Smith write kind of a thing and um like Nancy was talking about how when they come west you know they're trying to distance from Sidney Rigdon uh plays uh, a big part in it and anyway it's just kind of interesting how how divisive the lectures can actually be in, in today's environment, uh, kind of a thing. Like, oh no, we've 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 got Book of Mormon. That that's all we need. <laughs> we've we've got a doctrine and covenants. We don't need any more. Even if like, you know how we're supposed to have new scriptures. You know, right? right. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> and it's like we've received some, and we've actually kind of tossed them aside. <laughs> a Bible, exactly. a Bible. Right. We've got a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yep. True. I hadn't thought about that. But um, let's see. But they're not new. They're old. Mm-hmm. They're and new they to work, right? everybody <laughs> around. Yeah. Um, I, I brought this up in our, our last group as well, but um, remember our author chat with Eric yeah. uh, and Todd, where um, uh, Todd was saying, you know what? It, it kind of all comes back to Joseph Smith. Like Joseph Smith was just not wrong in in anything and stuff. Like go back to his words. Um, I finally found the document, by the way. <laughs> I was searching forever in Group A, um, but the the words of Joseph Smith uh, compiled by um, Andrew F. E. Hat. I, I've got that that PDF that Joshua sent me. But anyway, it is quite amazing. Um, the contemporary accounts of his Nauvoo discourses and like none of them uh, that I've seen anyway like I you know I'm only in 1930 what is it um, 1939 but um, everything just backs up lectures on faith so much um, where many he of the arguments two or three times in that little, mm. he's, he's, I think can remember him two or three times to where we all like perked up and like, gotta get that. (laughs) Gotta get that book. Yeah. But like um, in the homework or whatever, like some of the arguments for decanonization, like, oh, well, Joseph Smith actually comes back and, you know, kind of correct some of those things that he had said in in lectures. And I'm like, I'm not seeing it. Like everything, uh, I don't know. It's just like, Joseph knew the pattern. He knew how to receive visions and, and all the things. And he's trying to teach other people how to do it. Mm-hmm. And nothing seems to come back and uh, negate what he said. A, a misreading of it or a misinterpretation of that uh, might seem that way. But uh, anyway, I think just studying Joseph is is a great endeavor into understanding lectures and, uh, uh, I don't know, helping other people maybe <laughs> get to that level. But um, I, I don't know from from your guys's reading have you went through the lecture i know scott has because nancy <laughs> was right now but oh you should have seen the look i just got 
What? I'll stop the You tell the secrets again. Yeah. Get her water out. Like the more and more the past. If you don't believe everything she over, says about me, I won't believe everything she says about you. <laughs> I love it. The more and more the lectures on faith, I, I read it and it's just like holy cow, there's so much here to ponder. I mean, they're they're pretty short, right? I mean, they're just little tidbits, but anyway. Uh, I just love the the preface that uh, kind of lays the the foundation work for it, and uh, how we are uh, commissioned to to seek the the truth about faith in order to understand God in His proper context. And we were talking in, the, uh, in Group A also about kind of how Joseph Smith and President Nelson are kind of like these perfect bookends. Um, not saying that. President Nelson's the last or anything, but like the perfect bookends in the fact that um, Joseph Smith is trying to get everyone to have a correct idea of deity in order to, to um, access them, to uh, part the veil, to receive these blessings. And then um, President Nelson, you know, like issuing challenges, study Jesus Christ, like look him up in the um, uh, topical guide, do that study, you'll be you'll change uh, through that process. Like getting to know and not shirking from effort or the unknown or, or any of that. I, I, anyway, Lectures on Faith is just like the perfect avenue to, to get there, I think. Um, let's see, what else was in that homework? I found it very interesting because I had never heard about these different publications. Um, lined out like that um so uh, we have the ones over in england and, and things but also that sydney rigdon over in pittsburgh after he um walks away from the um this movement uh, of the church um goes and publishes all of them and uh then 1985 deseret book uh finally um carries that title but I, I don't know. I found that in, uh, section very interesting just on the publications. Mm -hmm. um, if you've looked at the NB Lundwall uh, version, um, it, it has some like inserted little things and stuff. It's not my favorite, but um, I think that there's there's merit in all of them. But interesting, all of the different versions that, that come out. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anything else that, that stood out to you guys from, from the preface or from that homework there? This section this week is just kind of short. Lecture <laughs> lecture one, we'll, we'll dive into a lot of it next week. Um, What Sorry. is the revelation on the rebellion? Is that in the homework? I that doesn't even sound familiar. In, in the notes. In okay. the notes. <laughs> Note number seven. The title page reads Lectures on Faith delivered in Kirtland Temple in 1834 and 1835 by the Prophet Joseph Smith. 
with the revelation on the rebellion as an appendix published in 1952 by Harold House, Reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Independence, Missouri. So what was number note seven talking about? Huh. Hmm. There you go. They give you something to look for. <laughs> wow, I thought I had looked at the footnotes, but that is intriguing to say the least. Yeah. Uh, where is the is the revelation on the rebellion the one about what's gonna that everybody thinks about it being the civil war? Oh, maybe. Or is that the the rebellion where the reorganized church branch pulls off away from the? I don't know. Okay, we'll see. I'm thinking rebellion of Lucifer. Uh -huh. so okay it's in there are three separate publications the one where it talks about nb lundwell and it says in 1952 the reorganized church of jesus christ of latter-day saints published the lectures on faith with an interesting preface written by their president israel a smith uh -huh. and it has note seven hmm so and so the revelation on rebellion isn't from ours it's from the reorganized right I don't know. That's what I'm asking. That. The revelation on the rebellion as an appendix. And it's 1952, like appendix that's published in 1952 by Harold House. Mm -hmm. So that wouldn't be yeah. anything out West. No. RLD has published mm -hmm. the lectures of faith. The recommends. Interesting. I didn't know that the that they also took out the lectures on faith. Hmm. But yeah, I've, <laughs> the heck is this revelation on rebellion? R L D S. Cameron's teaching us wise ways. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm doing what I can to rock the boat. <laughs> there you go. Well, you've got well, a it, it's good also one here. there, like, because this whole article comes from this book, right? The Lectures on Faith in Historical Perspective by Larry E. Dahl. Mm -hmm. And um, in that footnote seven, <coughs> it says, see Appendix A for the full text of Israel A. Smith's preface, but not this, like, appendix. I want the appendix. I want that. <laughs> Yeah. Wonder what? You had an epidectomy. <laughs> had your appendix yeah, removed. I'm, I'm gonna have to like search that one out. That one's gonna be my rabbit hole for the week. Wow, well, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so, how will you start to search it out again? What will your next step be? I don't even know because I mean like a Google search isn't doing anything right there so I don't know I'll probably go to their website and try to look at like historical documents because I've, I've done okay. that um if not I don't even know because you're starting to tell us and if you don't figure it out I want you to go search it out for yourself <laughs> just like I did yeah what did I even <laughs> You did that in the first group, and I'm like, 
What did I do with that? I can't remember. Something about the prophets, didn't I? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which prophets have have seen? Yeah. 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 (laughs) So I was like, uh oh, here he goes. Yeah. Charlene, can you make him tell us? I guess he has to listen to his mom. (laughs) I'm teasing you, Cameron. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. But if I find that one out, I'll I'll let you guys know. Yeah, that's a weird one. Um. Good one. So on how on yeah yeah sorry (laughs) on. On um, just before the summary and conclusion, a couple paragraphs up from that, where it was talking about why they were removed from the Doctrine and Covenants. It says it was thought by Elder James E. Talmadge, chairman, and other members of the committee who were responsible for their omission that to avoid confusion and contention on this vital point of belief, it would be better not to have them bound in the same volume as the commandments or revelations which make up the doctrine and covenants. Yeah, isn't that pretty interesting? <laughs> as we get into yeah. to week 13, there's a great article that I've got for the homework that uh, helps kind of shed more light on that and line it out. But yeah, interesting how that, that all comes about and the I don't know the inspiration behind it, the ramifications of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I, th- I think it's because you know lectures on faith was that was in Kirtland, right? How much more did Joseph learn between Kirtland and when he was killed, right? Mm-hmm. And and so the lectures on faith that was what eighteen thirty five. So he had nine years. How much more did he learn in nine years that maybe expounded on it, improved upon it, uh, more deep doctrine, things along those lines? And and so I can understand why they would say, okay, it's not complete. We know more information and let's let's not have them in the same book, right? Which is what I was just reading. Let's Mm. not have those in the same book. Yeah. So um you know i i can see that but there's just so much there's so much of value in them yeah for sure so here's a link to that whole book of that that one article is out of um and so because <laughs> i was like man i really wanted that appendix without having to like order the whole book but here's well, I think most of it. Um, but there's one part that said that um, it's not our job in this um, little article here to uh, address all of the, the doctrinal discussion on lecture five. That'll be discussed by Robert Millet. And so um, anyway, there's a, a link to that article by Robert Millet as well there that you can click on and read it. I might just have to like just push through this whole book this week because I think there's going to be lots of fun information in there. Where do you have time, Cameron? I don't at all, but I want this so bad. (laughs) 
By the way, you all, we have somebody new on here. Dorothy is uh, someone I met at the Sisters of Liberty. Oh, fun. And I invited her. So hello, Dorothy. I see you <laughs> lurking there. <laughs> Welcome anytime. This is going to be like one of our shorter weeks on <laughs> the the preface and everything. Will when we get into the actual lectures, we'll have a lot more. But oh, her microphone <laughs> doesn't work. work. Oh, sad day. <laughs> so sad you went day. to like one of the Sisters of Liberty classes, or or what? I, I go every Wednesday morning. Oh, gotcha. Oh, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Where did, yeah, where did they have them? Yeah. Where are they at? It's in Le in Lehigh. Yeah, Is it so in it Lehigh? Takes me about okay. Twelve minutes to get there. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I so it, like in St. George or something. No, no, they're in Lehigh. It's really cool. No, but there there are people who come in from every like Todd McLaughlin drives up from St. George to come to That's present. Maybe why I thought that. Yeah. Yeah, there. we had. We had Sam Castor last week. The videos that are online are usually about two weeks behind. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the video that just went up last week was several weeks ago. And, you know, so they're a couple of weeks behind. So I can tell you that some of the videos coming up, they're really good. There's mm -hmm. one on the Zion Rising. That's, there's another book for you, Cameron. Who's that one by him? Sam Castor. Okay. He came and talked to us. Um, that was last week's. And let me see. I can't see my phone. I got my wrong glasses on. <laughs> Arms not long enough. I know. But it's is, that, so is this sad. <laughs> a novel or is this like Zion? No, it's a book. Okay. It's it's okay. a it's an actual book that he wrote. Gotcha. Um, I'm. It's uh published by Cedar Fort, and gotcha. right now it's on sale for half price. Mm -hmm. I see that there's so, going to be three books: Zion Anciently, Restoring Zion, and Keys to Zion Rising. Interesting. That's one of my things when I do go on break and hiatus <laughs> is having time to like read some more stuff. Like I never did get to the second part of the Angels of Fire or like the whole. Uh, You're missing out. The the Larry Barco series on Zion. You gotta yeah. read it. Like You're the whole Zion. Like, Why didn't I read it? Did well, you finish it, Tracy? Did you What um, book is it? John Pontius's fiction books. So oh, there's gotcha, the, gotcha. Um, wait, what's the first one? Uh, Angels of the Angels of Fire is the second one. Fire of the Spirit. Fire oh yeah, Spirit. Fire of the Spirit. I read that one, but I haven't read the second one, which everybody says that I have to. Get to. <laughs> but I mean, they're massive, and so like I just haven't got to them totally yet. There are a few things in there that are that are down. paradigm shifting. That that if you stop and think about and you're like, oh, <sighs> and then, then ponder, <laughs> ponder that, take those to the mm -hmm. Lord and ask, is this right? Mm -hmm. Because they they truly are paradigm shifting. At least so they were for me. Have you read Journey to the Bell 2 yet? Like all the way through? I haven't. Um I I own it and I'm three quarters of the way through the audio. 
Okay. Because there's there's some parts in it where I'm like, ooh, that would be a great part to put in Angels of Fire if they haven't yet. So like I wanna <laughs> I wanted to see if those were in there. But um be sure it's yeah. in there. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm it's in there. Buckle down and read that thing. I gotta do journey to the veil too. Okay, so did y'all have the same issue that I had with the first book, Fire of the Spirit, where I mean chapter 17, chapter 18, I mean they're I was just like, I'm kind of done with this book. <laughs> <laughs> it would just got so sappy and weird like with him and what's her face <laughs> princess or beauty or whatever just stay tuned stay tuned i mean it was so gross i was just like i'm done it not no. gross it was just too love to you gotta finish it you'll think you gotta, you gotta finish it okay fine <laughs> sorry i have more than you <laughs> not okay fine that i have you got through the isaiah chapter that's a good point (laughs) you got me there if i can make it through that (laughs) and isaiah decoded and you know (laughs) i love it did i show you guys larry barktel's zion series um so like lance (laughs) richardson that writes two fictional things with uh larry barktel and and mark um, anyway, so Larry Barkdall wrote like this whole massive series on Zion. It's like a seven book series. Um, and anyway, it, it's basically like Triumph of Zion just from a different author. And it, anyway, it, it's pretty amazing, but I haven't like dove full into it yet. I've got like through one and a half of them so far. But mm-hmm. they're, I would say they're a must read too. But I, I gotta get the time to read the rest. I have so many books that I need to read that I have gotten and I which ones are your biggest priority right now? Oh biggest priority. Yeah, which like what's your next four or five that you're gonna read? The next four or five books? Yeah. Um that you're just like, oh I'm I really want to get to that. Joseph Smith. Paper. that's high up um the, the oh words of joseph smith one yeah mm-hmm. i need yeah. to finish coordinations all the way <laughs> i haven't even started that i don't even have that book uh that one will blow your head off blew my head <laughs> off anyway my head's okay now but <laughs> but it was decapitated at one point <laughs> yeah. cameron do you, you had that recorded right mm-hmm yeah where where is that is that on the learning what zine website yeah while i'm at that because i was going to show some other stuff too so learning zion you get on the home page and then there's all of the lectures on faith right and so if you go into the lectures themselves i do have my recording of them so that there's the audio and so as you progress through you can can listen to them if you'd so choose um and then the you go into book uh, book club recordings and go to four ordinations. And um, I do have all of the audios. So all of the chapters are within um, the, the proper link there, but I created another one that's called all of the audios and they're, they're all listed here, all 40 chapters of it. Uh, the audio recordings, uh, I did some, Alethea did some, She's way better than I am. I mean, you'll love hers. <laughs> I just do it like quick and dirty, like let's get it done kind of thing. 
Um, so I can download those to my phone and listen to them as I'm doing things. Uh -huh, yeah. I so as you on my drives to the temple, because it's two hours or two and a half hours. And mm -hmm. so as you go into it, they're all embedded with this red circle app. And so if you click on the uh, subscribe button, you can listen on Google Podcasts and then um, then you can just use it on the Google Podcast app so you don't have to keep logging in. Okay. I don't so ever have trouble. It just keeps going for me without that. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes then, they get out of order. Yeah. Yeah. I found sometimes that happens to me too. Are they are they in the right order on the Google? They should be. I mean, like podcast. I labeled them properly and I uploaded them in that order. I still got one left to, to upload. I think it's chapter 37 that Alethea just finished recording. But um and then uh, Stacy Evans recorded Grant Von Harrison's scene with an eye of faith. I, I mean, it's really short, but it is powerful. It'll change your life. And then um, I have uh, that book. I need to read it. I started working on the words of Joseph Smith. Um, so I'm I'm still in 1839, and I haven't got to this for I mean months. <laughs> I, when did I start it? I can't even remember. But anyway, I've started recording some of those. Um, but, uh, you know, later this fall, I'll go through. That's one of my top priorities is to get that one all recorded so that you can listen to that. You've got to advertise this more. Because <laughs> we yeah. don't go look. We're just well, busy doing stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> like for donations, we can't like advertise it out because right. definitely copyright. Like, the, the Stacy one and the Joseph Smith one I didn't I had no clue those were there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um I think that's all that I've got recorded on there. I mean there's the fire of the spirit, the first 17 chapters that I got recorded. They're just fun to listen to to listen to your commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not I am not an audiobook recorder because well one because copyright but two because it is copyright I want to make it so that it doesn't look like professional in any way shape or form so I'm doing accents and stupid stuff all the way through and then like I'm bawling and taking breaks like, oh my goodness it's gonna make me cry again <laughs> so that was that was real rude no one prepared me for chapter one though I mean, Jimmy like broke my oh, heart I and, and I didn't read it I because I didn't want to like prepare it or anything. So I'm just reading it as I'm recording it, not taking any breaks, not pausing or anything. And I'm just full on balling. That, that was rude. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> I was crying too. <laughs> well, well, maybe you should just sit down and read the second book. Yeah, and, I'm not going to. Yep. yep. <laughs> and um, yeah, right. It, it, it oh. And then we'll talk. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I have the Google Podcasts app on my phone now, and I have subscribed to the Learning Zion read-alongs. Yep. So now I just have to find. I'm seeing all these lectures on faith ones. Yeah. So anything, anything that I've recorded that's like an actual audio book kind of thing is in that podcast, and so. Um, they should be with a number and either four ordinations or the number and four kind of. A yeah, thing. but they're not in any order. They're not on the Google podcast ones? Well, not on mine. Hmm. Sometimes when I'm driving, they go really wonky. And I don't know why. 
interesting. But okay. I because it has I'll take a look into that. Sometimes it I just stitch them out of order. Has, okay. Yeah, they're just so I have to like find. I I'm seeing. 28, 27, 26 of foreignations. And then what is S-W-A-E-O-F? Seen with an eye of faith. Oh, got it. Okay. Three, two, and one. Then Heavenly Father wants you and your journey to heal. 37. Oh, that's foordination. Is that foordinations? No. Yeah. That's like journey it. of generational healing. And that's yeah, it's stuck in the middle of foordinations. Man, the numbers are just, they're all over the place. Okay, yeah, I'll take a look into that and get those fixed up. Because all the, it's like the number is the podcast number. Like there's a 16 forward nations and a 16 fire. Uh-huh, so that just means the chapter. So well, every that time says, that I put the number on there, that means that it's the chapter 16 of forward nations or chapter 16 of Babylon the Great. Fire of the Spirit. What was that? Babylon the Great. It says 16 fire, Babylon the Great. Oh, uh, so yeah, that's so... chapter 16 of fire of the spirit. Gotcha. Uh -huh. Oh, see, you need to like put them in groupings by book <laughs> because otherwise we, I, I have, yeah, it is that's, a mess. Like, because with the, the way that the podcasts work or whatever, they just, I mean, there's not a good way to like organize them into like folders or anything like that. So I'll, I'll figure that out. But if you do mm -hmm. on the uh, learning plan website or whatever stay within know. the book they'll they'll be sometimes they do jumble oh okay so i can add things to my queue so i'm adding them to the queue in chapter order maybe that'll do it uh, for me there you go yeah i'll have to take some time and play around with it and get those <laughs> your to-do list there's more than longer. one way to skin this cat <laughs> i hope how many chapters are there but i i have loved kind of the randomness that some of my files on my phone are organized because i just push play and whatever comes up if it's avraham's near-death experiences things or if it's forward nations this day like just whatever and it ends up being the exact thing i need that day like it's <laughs> embrace i'm literally them. listening to five things right now forward <laughs> Journey to the Veil 2, Visions of Glory, Isaiah Decoded. What's the other one? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't remember. So much. Yeah, you guys never answer me. What's your top books that you're listening to or trying to get to? Well, I'm trying to finish Journey to the Veil 2, right? So I have that one. I'm um, trying to finish this physics of light. I'm stuck oh. in the middle of it too. It's crazy how many I'm Oh, doing. I won't let you see it. The, bo <laughs> the body electric. I just got it in. Uh -huh. um, and there's another one you have the power to heal. Uh -huh. I've heard of the power um, to heal one. That's by Robert Scott Bell. He came and talked to us at Sisters of Liberty. Uh -huh. And I got his book. And then, of course, Sam Castor's book, Zion Rising. Um, I will, I will pick that up on Wednesday. So we got a, we got a deal. We went in on a group buy and mm -hmm. got it for the sale price and then another 20% off. <laughs> so that was nice. Um, so I have those, um, I don't know. 
What else am I reading? Chronicles. Oh, I'm, I'm reading I'm Chronicles too. Remember that one you said, just read chapter four. Which one? Seekers. Anthony Sweat. Oh, Seekers. Oh, Seekers wanted. wanted. Uh huh. Yeah. I've I've got that one too. Oh, I do have the audio of that one recorded on. Oh, okay. On that podcasting that Nancy's there. It's it's somewhere in the read alongs. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, I saw that one. I just barely got that one. And then um, the Anthony Sweat uh, little yellow book. Mm -hmm. I've had it back ordered forever and it just shipped mm. right. Yeah, that's one I'm going to read too. So here's, I have a question. Um, the parable of the modern day wheat and tares, 21, is that chapter 21 of four ordinations? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you have that title, the chapter title for 21, 22, 23, and 24 is the same. And it doesn't say four ordinations. So I wanted to make sure that that was the right book. Gotcha. And you did from chapter 25 to chapter 40. <laughs> you're no. killing me smalls chapter 17 that's the big one that's the one <laughs> 28 29 i'm trying to put them in my queue in order so that mm -hmm. then i will i will some be of them are super super short some of them are Massive. one or two hours <laughs> that's fine yeah, like 32 was a whopping six minutes long. Yep. Okay. 33. Do you read all these? Oh, yeah. Here's another one. Atlas Shrugged. Have you have you ever listened to Atlas Shrugged? It's been such a long time since I've done that one. It's on Audible. It's, it's only it's only what 56 hours. <laughs> you could get it done in a long work week. Mm-hmm. Um, all right well i better head off i've got yep. chores to do before i wake up at four i do too all my critters they're yeah. going down all right i well, don't have critters anymore you can <laughs> send some your way if you'd like i'll send you nope, some nope. <laughs> not allowed to have any animals not allowed to have any animals you know that's what the landlord says so that's what we have all right uh, i can't find chapter 34 cameron that might have been the one that she just recorded and i need to upload but yeah i i'll go through that one either tomorrow it, it or was Tuesday. about in that area i think that sounds like it yeah i'll get that yeah, one uploaded and then I'll go through and like rename all of the, the chapters so that they're all homogenous based on the book and and try to rework those and stuff. I'll let you know what I come up with if I can. How many more well, four I... nations classes will we have? Well, I, everything's kind of ending up in October. So whatever it. it takes to get to there. Got it. Are you still doing that class? Is it still going on then? Uh-huh, yeah. Our next one is, what, September 17th? 17th, I think. It's a Saturday, 10.30 a.m. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be like our second to last one. We'll choose one more book after or one more chapter after that and then be done. Gotcha. That's why I haven't done it is because you did it on a Saturday morning. Oh yeah. You're really that, good. That's me. I videos. <laughs> yeah, I've got all of the videos on learning design. Everything we ever do is recorded, except for one. But <laughs> um if you just scroll down to the end of the, the homepage there. Uh, you'll be able to catch up on any chats if you'd like. What didn't you record? Wasn't it that seventeenth one? <laughs> um, which one? Well, I mean, like the oh, I forgot housekeeping today. Sorry. Um, so we are having. You're going to one... clean my house. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> one more watch party for the movie Arrival this Thursday at eight p.m. Mountain Standard Time. If anybody wants to watch that again or have somebody anyway a lot of people that couldn't make it last time was because of the time and so we we bumped it back one hour so this next thursday 8 p.m mountain standard time both of them are going to be recorded and i'll put those on learning zion um i want to watch it again in the watch party so i can pick up more stuff Mm -hmm. yeah um so those ones are recorded, but they're not like uploaded publicly. Can you throw the um, Learning Zion URL up there so that Dorothy knows where to go? Yeah, for she, sure. I don't, I don't know that she, I sent her that. So Learning Zion is just my own private website and it's kind of set up like, I, I mean, it used to be set up like, like Facebook, but um, anyway, it, I'm revamping it all the time. So bear with it. But um let me show you real quick before you just get lost with it. So you sign in after you create an account and I approve you in there, then you'll sign in. And um, our current book club is lectures on faith and you can just click into any of these weeks. So like, uh, like for example, the last four weeks uh, you click into it and it'll give you the, the homework reading with any of the links um, and then after we do have our chats, I upload the YouTube video of it and the um, podcast, just the audio version of that. Uh, anyway, so there's a video and a podcast of each Zoom group. And then all of the comments and uh, additional things that we find, uh, you click reply and you can just type in uh, a comment there. Uh, any additional articles or insights that you find, or if you have a question for somebody, uh, you can push it, put it there. Anyway, so those are all on the homepage, just right at the top. And then if you scroll down, these are all of our past video um, of all of our book clubs. So we started off with the blessings of, of Abraham, Isaiah decoded. Uh, anyway, week by week, there's three different book clubs Group A and B are on Sundays, and Group C is on Wednesdays. And so, um, I don't know, if you ever want to watch any of those, then um, those are all there. We do have some extra ones, so like the forward donation one is ongoing, and then some of like the, the extra ones. So like we did like a Passover Seder, uh, general conference recaps, things like that, uh, our retreat that we did. Um, Man, anyway. I, I tell you, Cameron, looking at that list, just looking at the list, it, I'm <laughs> like, wow, have we studied a lot of stuff, right, Tracy? Yeah, <sighs> we have yeah I was studied. just a little overwhelmed. 
like, we have studied so much. That's amazing. It really is, you guys. It's like the it is. The love boat. <laughs> it's so fun to go back and listen to some of our early chats with like blessings of Abraham. Like we just seem like such babies when we're, we're talking <laughs> compared to like the the deep stuff that we're. I mean, not that that wasn't deep, but like uh, we've gotten to be really close friends. And uh, anyway, it, it's just amazing to kind of see um, some of the different i don't know well progress but yeah, yeah. the journey um, yeah the, the just journey. the journey that we're on you know like <laughs> the hero's journey is something that i've been studying a lot right of what does the hero's journey look like in the book of isaiah and um just studying the hero's journey in uh the hobbit or not hobbit uh, lord of the rings and things like that but sometimes I just feel like that like you come back after Mordor and you're just like huh look at the look at the Shire <laughs> <laughs> like I, I kind of want to be back at Mordor <laughs> I gotta be doing something like if yeah. I'm not pushing myself I'm, I'm just slacking I don't know I sometimes, sometimes when I go back and listen to some of the blessings of Abraham one it's just kind of like that Shire thing. And I wish that we could like re-record a, a good conversation on the the blessings of Abraham, you know, specifically like chapter seven, eight, and nine. Those are my favorites. Um, with all of the learning that we've got and now interject it into blessings of Abraham. Well, who says we can't go back and do it again, right? We should but we should do it, redo it and with where we're at now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then and you can compare and the see. book yeah. and everything. Um, yeah. I, I happened to, there was a video interview of somebody that I was listening to a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about the two competing, um, schools of thought of it, within the church. One is the doctrine of ease and consumption. And, and, and that's the one that says that if you're really righteous, then you'll be blessed with lots of money and life will be easy and you'll have all the great things, the big house and all the toys, yada, yada, yada. And <laughs> ease and consumption. That ain't me. Wasn't me. That's <laughs> not me. <laughs> but, but isn't that, doesn't our culture try to hold up people who are that? Yeah. As they're the greatest things, you know, and they get these, you know, I've, I've heard return missionaries talk about how their mission president told them before they came home, now go and study something where you can make a lot of money so that you can be of use to the Lord. Wow. Right? Oh, wow. <laughs> you never heard that? Oh, no. yes. I have. Holy yes. crap. Yes. And, and, and that was, that was around the time, you know, when I was that age, right? So, you know, we're talking 30 years ago, right? But I wasn't really a good person that back then I was raising <laughs> hell and doing bad stuff. So, but, you know, between, between 30 and 40 years ago, that was the school of thought that was that was being pushed down toward all of these return missionaries is you you go and you get a good paying job that pay, makes a lot of money you it's make a lot good. of money 
so that then you are in a financial position where the Lord can use you. And it, the implication is that if you are poor or if you have trials or if you have anything that's that's not just gone perfectly, then you must not be righteous enough. And the Lord's just not going to use you. I wasn't. And, I was getting burned in hell. <laughs> but let me tell you, you, it made me have a different point of view on everything. My lens is totally different than anyone else's. <laughs> I, I see a lot of I see a lot of people in the church. It, it, some of the callings seem to be given based on certain criteria, you know, on that, that, oh. that the, um, the doctrine of ease and consumption. That's wow. my hand. The other is the doctrine of growth. And how does growth come? School growth of hard knocks. <laughs> yes. Growth comes from trials. It comes from testing. It comes from work, right? And, you know, there have been times when Scott and I have sat here and we've got, we've, we've read something or heard something or listened to somebody say something in church and we just kind of look at each other and we're going to ease in consumption, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or yes, that's growth. And, and, and life isn't going to be a walk in the park. Not if you really want to grow, not if you really want to become like heavenly father, and and heavenly mother you know not if you want to take on the attributes of christ his life was not ease and consumption well and don't you think the a lot of the mentality is you know yes we're if we prosperous they interpret prosperous as being financially yeah. well off yeah yes. and not mm -hmm. my what i've learned and how i can and to me that's the prosperous is how much i can absorb and understand the the right things and and the i i want to know christ i want him to sit here on my couch with me and i want to sit and have a conversation i'm gonna pick his brain and tell him thank you so much for staying with me and not letting me die so many times when i did them stupid things that, that i mean i seriously it's like he is like my hero for what he has been in my life you know and that to me is major prosperity mm -hmm. I don't care if I, I had all I mean yeah money can always be good but you know what you can't buy the other mm -hmm. and the things that money can buy can be taken away oh in yeah a, in a heartbeat and that growth, the knowledge it, and our experience and our testimony that's ours. We can, well, we can throw it away, but it won't be taken away. And do you find it where, you know, they've stressed, you know, get as much education as you can. And I don't think it means the education in the regular education system, what they're so many are interpreting it either. Mm -hmm. I so mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, the education we need is to dig in and find truth in the, and like you say, and then find your growth. But that's well, I can tell you that the four degrees that I have is not what is helping me right now. Oh, absolutely. Right? 
Absolutely. Um, I don't use a, well, I can't say I don't use any of them. I do, <laughs> but uh, I, they're not, they're not my focus. Now mm-hmm. I could at any point in time decide, okay, I want to go back into the business world and I want to focus on that and, and go back into project management and do that. And I could make buku bucks. And that was my focus when I first moved to Utah. And the Lord redirected me. He redirected me. First, he humbled me by putting me in working at Walmart, right? Mm -hmm. Not making the big bucks. And then he taught me. And um, that was when I started to wake up. And that's when I started to learn. And my priorities have shifted. And the things that I used to want to have and aspire to and everything like that i don't have those priorities anymore yeah i have i have better ones absolutely absolutely you know so i agree um but we're all on a journey right we each have our own journey that has brought us to where we are and um we're each on our own hero's journey, right, Cameron? Yeah, exactly. I was just looking at the, the chart or whatever, and I'm like, yeah, Matt, it checks out. Everything <laughs> goes right in a line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always thought, like, hero's journey was just, like, some kind of, like, meh. But, like, no, like, the the charts and everything that, if you Google that and look up, like, the images that, that people have created, it's like, huh, man, this really is Isaiah in a nutshell what is the hero's journey i don't even know what you're talking about because i'm not a he's well it's what just kind of like the art of narrative. the hero's journey <laughs> so um let me find a bigger image there okay so the hero's journey is just kind of like the the tale of all tales it's the tale as old as time so there's a hero that gets called to an adventure and there's some sort of supernatural aid. And then there's a threshold here of the world of the known. And then you have to dive into the unknown, but you have a, a, a supernatural aid that helps propel you across that threshold. There's usually guardians that, that guard it, AKA flaming sword and cherubim. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this transformation that, that starts to happen. You have a mentor that, that steps in, uh, sometimes an additional helper, and then come the challenges and the temptations. And then there is the big revelation. It's some sort of big abyss that you have to cross. Um, sometimes this can be the climax. Sometimes the, the climax can come over here in the atonement section. But then comes, after that, comes a major transformation in the character and in the whole storyline. Then comes the atonement, um, and that can take many different shapes and forms. But then after, you you trek back to the world of the known, back where you were before, there's this return, and there's usually a gift of a a goddess uh, along that, that threshold there. And then you start getting uncomfortable because you know that there's more. That, that you are more, that there's more to life, there's more to, to everything than just settling for the known comfort. And so you seek another call for an adventure and, and it's a, a replicable process. Um, you know, there's 
you look at lots of different ways that people have charted it, but it there's a lot of similarities through the the whole thing. Um, but anyway, you take this. Um, let me open up Isaiah Explorer. Isaiah Explorer. Uh huh. Yeah. And so um, I can't remember what the guy's name is. Some guy that's like a huge fan of like Avrahams and stuff created this uh, application here. And it's only available on desktop. It's not on mobile or tablet. Um, so you have, I don't know, like I'm not going to go into every single thing, but over here in the leftmost section, you click on this icon and you can look at the text in lots of different ways. So you can look at it as the whole, or you can look at Isaiah's seven part structure and it breaks down part one, ruin and rebirth, part two, rebellion compliance. And as you highlight over the things, it pulls up the, the verses over here in uh, the, the third column. But if you go through all of these, there is so many different uh, options, different ways to study Isaiah. And one of them is the hero's journey. So the hero's journey is the departure. So there's chapters one through 39, which is the hero's journey of departure. Then there's an initiation that happens and then the return from 55 through 66. And studying it in that way has been kind of like my topic of study here lately as hero's journey and, and writing my own hero's journey and where that leads kind of a thing. Um, but there's uh, like the three tests. So there's the test of allegiance, the test of idolatry, the test of persecution. There's um, the Zion ideology, the destruction of the wicked, ascension of the Davidic king, deliverance of the righteous. They're all just different ways in order to study the, the book of Isaiah. And so as you do look at each individual verse, you can come over here and translate um, them from the NRSV to the NIV to um, Avraham's. Some of the links are missing. I don't get why, but um, anyway, you can choose which uh, versions you want to compare side by side. There's a, a chiastic uh, viewer. So like here, this chapter 18, verse two is part of an overarching chiasm. So it's these tags here, you click on the chiastic viewer here, and you can uh, explore the chiasm. So A to A, and oh, wow. B to B, and C to C, and uh, look at how all of that interrelates kind of a thing. Anyway, it, I mean, if you ever want to like deep dive into Isaiah and do your own word searches, your own study, this is the tool to, to use. And you can play the commentary from Abraham. You can play the audio version, uh, all the different tags and everything. You can even view like the, the original um, Hebrew words up here and see what they translate into. Hmm. That is incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow. So, anyway, Hero's Journey is my jam right now. This is what I'm studying. And um, I, I, I don't know. I just never knew uh, where it led and everything. But um, everything pointed to there from fiction, which is so weird because I don't do fiction, right? Like everybody knows that I, I steer away from it as much as I can. 
But um, when John Pontius is contemplating all of this learning that he's doing and going, okay, now how does it apply to me? And writes a fiction about himself. And then Lance Richardson does the same thing, that there's all of these Zion studiers that are going, okay, now the Lord is, is telling them to write themselves into Zion. And so everybody, I, I don't know, I can't remember if I've shared it with every group or not, but um, Clark Kinley's uh, videos on YouTube about just journaling and manifesting and, and stuff like that, um, coupled with all of that really led me to like go, hey, Cameron, write yourself into Zion. So where you are right now and where you want to be now write yourself into it write your hero's journey and and journal that way for a while and and see where it takes you and oh, it's been so amazing and it's led me down to alien movies like arrival which i would <laughs> never i hate sci-fi and alien stuff but there's so much power in putting pen to paper and writing yourself into zion I, I I can't emphasize that enough. But anyway, hero's journey. Study it out. Look at all the images there. Now, who was Clark yeah. Kinley? Was who? Um, just a YouTube guy. Some of the stuff is kind of out there, but <laughs> let me get you some links really quick. I'm just going to mute because it's going to start. I find it interesting that so many of us are um, feeling to investigate the same things around the same times. Crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Oh, it's not crazy. We, we know what it is, but isn't it amazing, Christmas. I guess. Yeah. There's no such thing as coincidence. No. Yep. And all the steps, I can look back on all the steps where I have been led, you know, on my hero's journey. I'm still on my journey. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well, and to be led to this to this group right from the very beginning. I mean, yeah. what how amazing, you know? Yeah. And to have been in it for the whole time. Right. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Cameron, you've got. You... Yeah. Okay. I found one. I'm muted. Sorry. I've been talking. <laughs> oh, I, didn't hear you. I, I just went to the first link, heard, why do I look like a madman? And hit pause and subscribed. I'll go find him. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anyway, so he has a lot of different things. So if you are uncomfortable with chakras and energy healing and all that kind of stuff, just ignore those ones and just go for his journal and, and scripting uh, type things. But anytime that he's talking about the 2.0 version of yourself, that's what I'm talking about as far as this hero journey goes. He's like, how do you shift from the 1.0 beta version to the 2.0, what you really need to become and how to write yourself into that. 
So anyway, there, there's a lot on that channel. He, he covers like lots of different subjects, but um, anyway, there's some really powerful identity shifting tactics, taking charge of your identity and not just letting the world form it for you. How to design your life. Anyway, there's- I need, I need to journal stuff. I, I know I do. I've been told I need to, and I just struggle with it. So I think I that's why you were supposed to tell me that right now, because maybe <laughs> it's something to get me going. Yeah. But yeah, uh, one of the people ask me all the time, like, what am I doing after book clubs and stuff? That I think is going to be one of the things. I mean, there's, there's going to be quite a few things that I'm doing, but um, one of them is going to start having some type of like workshops built around that. Um, that awesome that we can write ourselves into these stories okay so yeah we've went from abraham clear to lectures on faith and everything in between now how do we do this where, where do we go how do we write ourselves into the story and actually have it manifest um so that we can receive these blessings you know because okay we did the book book smarts part of it now the hit the hit the road running kind of thing what does it like actually that. look like for us Mm -hmm. because so many people ask me that like on everyday basis I get so many emails okay this is awesome I feel the spirit like this is so cool these books are awesome but how do we do this like I'm you know I'm all alone or like nobody gets it and and I'm just so frustrated and all this kind of stuff and it's like okay let's take some time and actually learn how to implement on on a deep level together kind of a thing I like that that's awesome it'll it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out but <laughs> i think it'll be great i'm excited that's that's great mm -hmm. and you thought this was going to be a short chat tonight cameron <laughs> <laughs> well it kind of was on the preface but <laughs> uh -oh, <laughs> we covered a lot the after chat it's always good <laughs> it's the meeting after the meeting right leslie's gonna be so jealous I should like I hold off and not here. upload this one for a while and see if she, uh, no, just kidding. She, she can watch it. She can watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure yeah. Dorothy's probably just going. She's so busy. She people. asked me, she <laughs> said, if, if I call you at 545 in the morning, will you start reading that book to me? <laughs> I'm like, sure. <laughs> what book? the um, words of joseph smith we were talking about it in group a yeah is, the, is that the one that he sent to us the pdf or is that a different one uh-huh yeah so the words of joseph smith is um contemporary accounts from the nauvoo period and so sorry this is going to be dizzy until i get to anyway it's organized by year so 1839 um starts off with uh, one little account here of somebody writing it down as Joseph is discoursing. And then here's another one and uh, kind of goes through just little snippets of things that have come from the prophet's mouth as, as recorded by other people. How many pages long is that? Huge. 468. <laughs> oh, and quite a lengthy one if you try to find it anywhere on like amazon ebay i mean there's all these old versions of it that are way expensive so the pdf i've, I've got it i gotta get my printer up and working because i've got quite a few requests to print that off and ship it out to them but um 
Anyway, it's out of copyright, so that one's legal, not like some of my others. And is is, is that the one that he sent to us after we had the the? Hmm. Is that the one he sent to us after we had the the author chat author thing? Chat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, that's the one he gave. And then, <laughs> you know, some of my other fun ones. The when Joshua Mariano sent me all of the uh, yeah. quotes that John didn't put in Triumph of Zion. That uh, document is huge. And then all of the early patriarchal blessings of the church. That one's been fun to to search through. I found out one of my grandpas is a patriarch just this morning. Oh yeah. Enos Curtis. Yep. Fun. I know it was super fun. All you people with your pioneer ancestors. <laughs> with Pioneer Day, you know, I actually wore my Pioneer. I we do the Oregon Trail in fourth grade, so I actually have a costume I wear to school every year: bonnet, cowboy boots, mm -hmm. everything. I wore that. You don't wear stuff you were you were wearing in fourth grade. <laughs> no, I'm a teacher, and our fourth grade kids learn about oh. pioneers, and we always, I always infuse my religion into that. So she's just being dense. Yeah, we actually, I, I just heard the fireworks. <clears throat> People are shooting off fireworks here. That's for pie and beer for, day. For uh, pie and beer day. <laughs> pie and beer day. <laughs> That's what non-members call it is pie and beer day oh, man. <laughs> there you go um that's funny yeah i mean some of us Aww. some of us have you know pilgrim ancestors i just know church pioneers i am a descendant of john of the brewsters and mary on my mm -hmm. mom's side i am so lucky john alden and priscilla we are related mm -hmm. to them. Nice. We're all related. <laughs> and of course we are. <laughs> of course we are. We are. Cameron, did you send Josh Mariano's um, book to us? I hopefully did at the time that he sent it to me. But yeah, anytime anybody wants anything, just email me and I'll get you a link over. I sending out group things and stuff always gets me confused so it's better just like a personal request yep. just let me know and i'll just give him 152 emails <laughs> <laughs> we would all like it no joke <laughs> no joke I... <laughs> like i got out of the temple on friday because after my shift or whatever and there was like 52 emails that <laughs> was like oh okay today's a busy day back to back to life <laughs> God just handed me his phone and says, your ancestor made the trek as a child. He has a pioneer ancestor. There you oh, go. <laughs> he has one. You're related, though. Nanny, nanny, boo. I'm not related to him. I'm just married to him. We've so <laughs> done the new him, relation, and it comes up and says, no relation. <laughs> We're not even like eighth or ninth or tenth or twelfth cousins or anything. I have so, yeah. so much pioneer history. I have my great, 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 great grandmother. She was the first person to step foot on Plymouth Rock. I have that come over on Willie and on both sides of my family, just deep, deep in, in pioneer history. Yeah. 
Cameron, what is, I'm, I'm still trying to find that Josh Mariano document. What's it called? Do you know? Um, just a second, because it, it is named something weird. Um, it's called Z&T 7.0. <laughs> okay. ZNT. Yep, Zion and translation seven point All righty then. I'm just gonna search for ZNT in my Dropbox and see if I have it. Mm -hmm. I do not. Yeah, let me okay. Real quick before I forget. Yeah. Anybody else here want it real quick? I would like it. Thank you. I would like it also. Kathy. Yeah, I would too. Because I took a phone call, so I missed part of it. <laughs> yep, I do not have it. Um, Ella, is it the the normal email that I typically use for you? Um, actually, I can give you a different one. Okay. Be uh, hopefully, I can download from it the other one well yeah because i lost mine on my tablet where i want to put it so okay. i'll send it to you on learning zion i'll okay. send you my other one on learning zion you can send it to that one and hopefully i can download <laughs> yeah for sure that'll be awesome um so what was it called that um that you were showing um it's <laughs> Zion and the Doctrine of Translation, but the actual file name that I had shared earlier was ZNT 7.0. I don't know why, but. Oh, it's something somebody sent to you. It's not a book that you buy. No, it's not a book that you buy. But um, so Joshua Mariano that did all of the, well, not all, but the majority of the research for John Pontius to write Triumph of Zion. Uh -huh. he, uh, John only used like a small portion of all the quotes and Joshua Mariano put a pdf together with everything all of the quotes oh, okay. about design and translation and uh he said that i could share that as much as i want so nice okay just well, mariano he was one of the first people that started to wake me up mm -hmm. he did a a group telephone call it was before zoom existed with um uh, the guy from the perfect day blog mm -hmm. and it was all on the 144,000. Mm. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. You know, to listen to Josh and, and Eric talk. So, yeah. um, yep. That was, uh, that was probably five years ago now. I was going to say, how long ago was that? Uh, I think it was in 2017. Hmm, that's cool. <laughs> 2017. I can't believe it's been that long. That seems like just yesterday. I know. <laughs> I know, remember watching right? the clips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? The clips oh, really was here. the start because it was. it was it was the first um, education week I ever attended, and it was the first day of that education week. Was that Eclipse? And, and that's right when I started to go back to the church right then. Yeah. There's, I think, I think a lot of things started on that day. Mm -hmm. And, and that's really when a lot of things in my life started to change. So it's, it's been an interesting journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, this is a random thing. I don't even know why it pertains, but I'm bringing it up anyway. Um, so, you know, kind of like the, the Hebrew flat earth model. I mean, it's not flat earth model, but it looks mm -hmm. like flat earth model. But right. have you ever seen it before? Um, yeah, I have. Hebrew flat earth. Let me try to find an image real quick. I mean, it, it gets a bad rap, but the Hebrew one is like easier to wrap your head around. Okay, just a second. Screen share. Yep. <laughs> okay, so this is how like the Hebrew, ancient Hebrews viewed the earth. But, you know, it gets the, it's not flat earth, but, um, I don't have time to explain everything. But anyway, so there's these little windows or doors to heaven. And mm -hmm. as the astrological calendar rotates around, you know, um, mm -hmm. through things that actual windows or gates, um, when a window lines up with the gate of heaven, then blessings and changes start happening um, in, in deep, meaningful ways. And that was like the funnest side study to do about um uh you know like the the great tithing like the the windows of heaven uh blessing or prophecy or whatever you want to call it um gets pronounced down in saint george it was during one of those times and 2017 was also one of those mm -hmm. where the eclipse was the the mark demarcation whatever you want to call it of one of those when one of the windows lined up with the gate of heaven and it really like everybody can kind of trace back to then when a big spiritual change happened in their lives kind of a thing mm -hmm. and actual blessings started flowing into their lives because of it because they were receptive they were also open because you have to be open in order to receive blessings if you're closed off it's just going to be like an umbrella effect right anyway but it was it was a fun deep dive study weird yeah. thing but anyway that was the year i for my it was a bucket list thing i said okay i'm gonna read the bible cover to cover this is before mm -hmm. i came back to the church and i actually did it and i don't usually do my new year's resolutions <laughs> this one i did and then my nephew got off his mission and was getting married so i was at a temple outside but i was at a temple mm -hmm. i knew <laughs> standing at the Bantai temple oh my goodness yeah but I was too chicken it took me that was August so it took me till December to actually walk through the door <laughs> anyway pretty cool yeah so Cameron check the chat yeah I'm um, just gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of the worst at checking the chat sorry um top four books I'm reading right now Isaiah illustrated um with Rhonda Pickering that is like <coughs> top ones on on my list as well like I definitely want to to get into that one Dynasty of the Holy Grail you're gonna be loving that one have you read it before because pull your socks off if you haven't um they made a difference by Roy Chevelle <laughs> is that one like a um religious based thing is it like what is that about nope and then um, teachings of the doctrine of eternal lives. What is that? Like, I'm kind of like this hoarder of, of books and I haven't heard of that one. So <laughs> that one 
gonna go on my cart real quick because that's <laughs> that's how you get your big book collection Cameron is you just ask everybody else what they're reading I know because if it's important to you it should be important to me right <laughs> <laughs> and we're all linked together and it's it just works we all have so we many books it sounds like yeah nancy you buy a lot of books too uh, nancy you? you're the one who you always well those john pontius fiction books i think you told us about those two or three times before we all like oh no yeah because i was I just, like there's no way watched. i'm reading you. and then just because cameron started reading i'm like well because i don't think you could get them for a minute i don't know i can't remember I was just like, oh, I'll just listen to Cameron's. And then I was hooked. Like I even bought my daughter one. So anyway. Wow. Okay. This book is Dorothy amazing. Says, uh -huh. The Cheville one, which book was the that? The oh, they made a difference. She said it was Joseph Smith and other contemporaries was the they made a difference, she said. Oh, I never heard Dorothy, of that. you got to get your microphone fixed. Yeah, Dorothy, <laughs> talk to this girl. <laughs> if you're going to Education Week, let's meet up. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Dorothy, are you going to Education Week? Because a bunch of us are. We're going to miss you, Tracy. Oh, I'm just, you can tell I'm just like, biting my nails about it figure something it's out just pray about it the, it's a, I, a daughter's dog i have to watch him what, what are the dates of education week cameron uh 14 15th through the 19th of august. august and i might have to come my dad's not doing so swell so uh. I just may drop everything and be there. Yeah, yeah. but if you're going to drop everything and be here, aren't you going to be here for your dad? I'm a multitasker. I'm a multitasker. What I mean by that is just I'd have to help get the house uh -huh. prepared to be more for his. He's becoming very immobile. So I might need oh. to go help clean out and rearrange. Where's he live? Where's he live? He lives down by Richfield. Long that way. Doesn't tell me anything. He lives. With, he. That's the biggest town I can even think of to tell you. It's um, an hour south of the Manti Temple. Oh, Does that's that a little you? ways. Yeah. Okay. That 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 helps. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. Where Dorothy, did you, you find they make a What? Sorry, I, I cut in there. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. So I was I was just telling Dorothy she should totally sign up. And Cameron did some video things with with people about what uh classes and everything like that. So yeah. Yeah, if you want help making your schedule let me know and i'll jump on a call Cameron loves that <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things except the, those are really hard to do because <laughs> they hadn't read 
any part of the booklet yeah, yet right. at all. So they were just wanting me to like spoon feed them. And I was like, Guide you I don't know counseling. what you want. I don't know what you like. <laughs> Cameron, Scott called you, he called you the guidance counselor for education week. <laughs> <laughs> if that could be a job that I could earn money at every year, like, find I me would up. do it in a heartbeat. It's my favorite thing. Do you know when you're coming to town yet, Cameron? Oh, yes. Um, and where are you staying? Let's see, where's my thing? Okay, so I have my mission <laughs> reunion on the 13th, that Saturday before. And um, I forget what time it's at, but it's like sometime kind of early afternoon uh, towards like six o'clock or something. So I don't know exactly when I'm popping into it. But um, so I'll probably be heading down there that morning and then coming home sometime later on the 20th there's a lot of people that like want to meet up in different places all throughout like the week like monday we'll probably do like our whole big group thing of whoever wants to come together for for dinner kind of thing but there's there's lots of like little individual parties or i don't know what you want to call them but anyway where are you staying well i mean not to put you on the spot, but I was going to ask you if... Are you, are you staying here, Cameron? Are you staying if, here again? If you'll have me, yes. We will have you. Okay. Okay. I just, I just needed to know. I, I just want to have a little bit of, a little bit of time, make sure everything's ready. Yes. The dust, clean under the covers. Because I like hate well, to put you out for like so long. And so I was well, waiting to hear back from one of my other mission companions about staying the weekend with him but he's not getting back to me at all and so i'm like okay well i'm just gonna drop you don't worry about it you're welcome you're all welcome right. so our study where we usually take these calls it, it it's a it's small ish bedroom we we just rearrange stuff and put in a <laughs> twin size air mattress and cameron just moves on in <laughs> oh cameron he has his own bathroom, you know, it all works. Yep. And one's pulled out of So yeah. That that that's perfectly fine, Cam. That'll be awesome. Thank you so I much. I just wanted to just wanted to make sure. <laughs> all righty. Let's see. So quick question for Dorothy, because like holy cow, I cannot and anytime I can't find a book, then you know that that's gonna be my object for the next week but um they made a difference Roy Chevelle is there like a good reprint that is available because I'm not seeing it anywhere in any place but anyway yeah I, I'm super interested in that one that one's my more interested in the teachings and doctrines of uh eternal lives I've got that one already coming <laughs> <laughs> that one was easy <laughs> not a challenge at all <laughs> Oh my gosh. Major Hill so happy. Look at you. <laughs> L put a bunch of books up too. Dorothy yeah. says it's an older book. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I have more than I can read. I buy so many and I haven't had time to read. I've been doing too many uh -huh. house repairs and that kind of stuff. Nope. Yeah. Like this is the they made a difference on Amazon, obviously unavailable, but I mean it's 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 old school yeah i love it but you'll go find it you're gonna get your oh, feet I, out I can't not until i do uh, anyway yeah you got it 
But the redemption of the bride, interesting. Law of love, and then Steve Young. Or wait, no, the law of love is Steve Young's. And then the adventure and I by Tanya Kotsos. Interesting. Someone in Missouri. I need someone in Missouri to be my book buyer. But yeah, I I don't know if you can see all of my books from this week. You know what? I just had a thought. My cousin lives in Manti and he bought like four shipping containers full of old books. Mm. I need to run some of these by him. See if he could help find some for you. That would be awesome. The thing of it is, is he never knows until he just opens a random box, but he's got all sorts of really cool stuff in there. So what's he do with these? Does he just put them online and just resell them? He just resells them for like a buck a piece. Yeah. Okay, but so this one. Put... He has shipping containers in his backyard. <laughs> Full of books. I love it. I, I, I want to be at that call out. I I, it's going to yeah. be my favorite. But um, right, The Secret this? Teachings of All Ages by Manly P. Hall. It's massive and it is so interesting i mean there's lots of stuff in here that's probably just garbage but um somebody recommended it to me and i have loved it so um i don't know just reading through everything but um kind of the every religion or every group of people and their kind of mysticism or their um, things that they believe that god gave to them kind of thing so again, there's probably a lot of it that, that is garbage, but uh, it goes through like Knights Templar and Knights of the Round Table kind of area and some of their um, initiatory rites and, and things. Anyway, there's some fun stuff in that book. I highly recommend it, even though I haven't read the full thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're we're just going to have to get together book. even after book club just to share what we're reading and doing. Yep. Exactly. I, I think it's going to be a regular thing. I'm like, now that we're in a book club, like I need to know what everybody else is reading. So reading, yes. <laughs> what, what, what is this about ending book club? Uh, did we not talk about it in this class? Anyway, after lectures on faith, we'll be done. Um, just, I don't know, the Lord's leading me in lots of different little directions and stuff. And so I, I anyway, I was just kind of asking and he's like, yeah, this is the end goal. Abraham was the first lectures on faith is the last you're you're done what am i gonna do with my sunday evenings <laughs> i don't know exactly i'm a, i'm thinking some other people will start up a book club <laughs> <laughs> yep you may guess yep yeah but the the problem is, is that cameron has set such a high bar <laughs> that you should have been in group a tonight it was pretty rough <laughs> but but it's such a high bar that I don't know that we can duplicate this. Right. But but we have our group of people. We do. Yes, we everybody's just have to find a way to keep friends. We just have to find ways to keep in touch. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and it's not saying that we won't ever do anything. It's just I need my time so that I can do some of these projects. Kind of like, you know, like workshops and, and different things like I've been talking about curating Hebrew classes, 
you know, all that. And those workshops are going to be in person. No, they'll, they'll, everything will be virtual. Everything will be free. I, I don't do that other kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> oh, you don't do workshops. Do well, I mean, oh, like, I, I will, I'll meet up with people if they want to meet up kind of thing, but I'm not going to, like, organize big old so fans. how the workshop's going to be? On, you mean on Zoom or on? Are you yeah, some things will be on Zoom, but some things will just be kind of like YouTube videos that you can, oh, you that know, we can watch, watch at your leisure kind of thing or. I gotcha. But yeah, all of my kind of stuff is like going to be free and accessible so that it's not, I don't know, like when we were doing the, the retreat planning and everything, I mean, money was just such a big issue for lots of people, especially gas prices and organizing. And anyway, it's just like, no, it, I mean, not that I love virtual, but um, it, it kind of defeated the whole purpose of free and accessible. And um, anyway. And I'm sure you'll keep us in the loop about what you're doing (laughs) and what the content you're creating. Yep. Good. Yeah. The retreat was just a timing issue for us. We just didn't have the time. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I definitely don't want to ever leave anybody out. And it it was just kind of a, hmm. I mean, it was all right, but it wasn't anything like I was expecting. Um, But anyway. We'll just all get together every evening at Education Week. <laughs> yeah, Education oh. Week will be our big, like, get together. Hey, as long, I mean. You have to put your mom and your dad in the videos, too, and the little dog, too, every once in a while. And your little dog, too. <laughs> <laughs> I made you get up, Ellie, laugh. My day is complete. <laughs> Oh, I mean, we were talking about Wizard of Oz the other day, weren't we? That's so funny. Yeah, because we were talking about movies. Like, it's, yeah, it, it's kind of funny how many people are like so excited about a rival watch party and they're like, we should do watch parties all the time. And I'm just like, I've left, I don't watch movies anymore. Sorry. But I mean, this one, it was something that prompting needed to happen kind of thing <laughs> they're like well about like like what's your boss like you keep talking about that one that was, that was enough <laughs> i'm like i don't know guys but anyway your little dog too got me <laughs> you're welcome for the belly laugh <laughs> yeah oh, i'll have with my parents <laughs> I'm sure they'll love that no <laughs> we'll do a study session and we'll just post a camera so you can be a fly on the wall for the the heck that I put my mom through when she's studying. <laughs> Your mom loves it. Right? She's grown to love it. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. It's like I'm used to it. Yeah. Oh man. All right, folks. It's 10 o'clock. It might still be early for Tracy, but it's now yep. dark at Tracy's house, so you know it's like. Actually, it's not completely dark. It's I can still see things, but it's close. <laughs> you know, as long as it's still light out at Tracy's house, it's still you know daytime. It's but you know, it's now dark. Tracy's house. It's yeah. dark in Utah. <laughs> 
It is. I'm. I'm still. I'm hearing more, more, and more uh, fireworks. I mean, it's just been a constant thing for the last hour. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we will see everyone next week for lecture first, and you know, it's going to be a fun ride. I, I'm excited mm -hmm. to hop on these. It seems like we've had a lot of weeks of preparation. It's going to be good. All good yeah. though. We needed it. Yeah. All right. Yep. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see Bye. You. Bye. Bye.